So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, special edition, weekend edition. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's right. It's a Saturday, and I'm doing a podcast. You know why I'm doing it? It's because I did a Discovery Call podcast, and it was part one. And I said, hey, I'll do part two, which I think part two will even be better than part one. Um, And I forgot to do it. And people have been reaching out, people have been commenting on the podcast saying, where's part two, where's part two? I felt bad because I forgot. So I decided to do this here so we can watch this next week. Okay. So let's jump into it. Um, Discovery call part two. So if you heard part one, master discovery call, please go listen to that. I'm going to give you a little more stuff to sink your teeth into on this one. The point of, I actually am going to pull something up on my phone and like it's, it's training I've built out. I'm going to go through a couple of points on there. Uh, Cause I, I think it's very important, right? So like we're taking this to a next level. This is Saturday with like some structure to it. So let me just, okay. So that discovery call, and I'm not saying everyone has to do this. You know, the whole point of this podcast, I just show you or tell you ways that I do things, ways that I know other people are doing things. And you decide for yourself what fits best for your business, right? You can copy everything or you can take little snippets of it or just go, huh, sounds interesting. That's cool to know, but I'm going to carry on doing my way. Okay. There's certain things I am very strong opinion on, but other things, not so much. There's 18 different ways to run your business. Okay. So the structure of my discovery call is like I mentioned in part one, we don't get into the nuts and bolts and people will really, really want to go down that path. What's your rate? Why do you like fix? Why do you like, and it's always, Hey, we'll get to the good stuff. That's that fun stuff. People are talking about when we actually have a mortgage right now, I just need to give you the confidence to be able to put an offer in. I need you to understand your numbers inside and out. I need you to both be on the same page. If there's two people, I need you to find the property that's going to match your budget uh, and make sure that I protect you along the way. Like, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about fixed and variable, but that's on our strategy call. And the strategy call happens after there's a live mortgage. Okay, this first call is about explaining your value adds and you to get some information. Look for red flags. Okay, so right at the beginning, you have to, you have to take control of the call. It has to be, hey, just want to let you know, because if you just go, hey, how can I help you? We already know what happens there. They start rambling off on a story, and it's because they don't know, right? So you have to control that situation, right? Think of it as if you're dancing. There's always someone has to lead. If not, you can tell people don't know what they're doing. And that's what a lot of discovery calls sound like. So pretend you're the lead, okay? So you let them know up front. What we do is, hey, just want to let you know, it's going to take 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Uh, I'll give you some insight. And then I'll answer some questions you have at the end. Does that sound good? Perfect. Okay, boom. Let's just get into it. So first off, who introduced us? Usually it's an email coming in from the referral partner. It's referenced. So I will I will try to create a connection with the referral, whoever referred. If it's a realtor, a neighbor, a friend, a family member. Oh, Tom did. Yeah, Tom's awesome. He's one of the best realtors I've ever worked with. He's so detailed. I imagine you've seen that already. You're in good hands, right? Something like that. Or if it's your neighbor. Oh, yeah, we did the mortgage and they were so much fun to work with and... You know, I'm glad that they, they spread our name out there. That means a lot to us and 
you know, and maybe even go a little deeper on that, right? It just it, it solidifies that relationship a bit, and it just it brings out that uh, referral partner back in play, and it, it's a little warm, warm and fuzzy. Okay, so I always build rapport doing that. Uh, and remember, you have to sound excited about the referral partner, right? Oh yeah, Tom, Tom, love, love them, awesome. They're so good to work with, amazing people, blah blah blah. Okay, um, explain the structure of the call. I'm going through my thing here. Uh, my so this will be a little less flowing of a podcast and more like structured because I've actually got stuff in front of me. Uh, okay, so initially we build the rapport, and then I go into okay, I'm going to walk you through what this call is going to look like. Right, and then they're like, "Oh, thank God, you're going to control." It. That's awesome. And then I ask, "So, what are you looking to do?" Looking to, okay, boom. What's your ideal timeline? If you tell me it's next year, like if you tell me it's twelve months out, then I say, "Hey, let's." I'll answer a couple questions you might have now, but so many things could change between now and then. Your personal situation, the industry guidelines. Let's push this call to where we're six months out. Right? It's it's a, it's too early now, but if there's some pressing questions you had, I'll answer them. And people understand, they're like, okay, so then I'll rebook the call, okay? But I also like to understand the timeline, okay? And then I ask, so who have you spoken to already? Have you spoken to your bank? Do you have a mortgage broker? And I go down that path a little deeper. Oh, you worked with that, okay, so why is that broker, what happened with that relationship? And then it's kind of, I'm trying to find why they're not working with the broker they already worked with. Oh, I, I am working with them and I talked to them, but I'm also, I'm just seeing what else is out there, right? That's a red flag for me. So I'll, that's all I'll start talking about, right? I want to get an understanding of what, why I'm on the call with them. And if I can't find a negative thing about that broker and they're just kind of like out there, that tells me I don't like those type of people to work with. And number two, I'm not going to take the business from another broker because you haven't told me that they gave you a bad strategy, their communication was bad, they, they don't answer their calls, whatever, whatever. Okay, and if it's the bank, that's easy peasy, but I got to know who I'm up against, okay, and why we're talking, okay? And then I go through and ask down payment, how much do you have for down payment? Where is the money? Is it in Canada? Is it in your own name? How long has it been there? And I'm taking notes on all this. I ask on a scale of one to 10, how's your credit? 10 being awesome. I'm looking for red flags. If they go three, I've had some problems with bankruptcy or my credit score is 550, I just pulled it, but then I quickly end the call. I let them know, hey, I'm not your guy. I got to jump in here. I'm just letting you know I'm not your guy, but I have a guy who's phenomenal and works with people with bruised credit and helps them get it up to where they need to, finds the right lender, and boom, we can get the mortgage for you. But I'm not the guy, right? So I go back to my no list. So I'm always looking for reasons I shouldn't be working with that, right? That's what I'm doing. This podcast is sponsored by Americano. Americano. So they... They forced me to take drinks during it. I don't know. It's annoying, but if we want this type of tech involved with the sponsorship, we have to do it. Okay. Okay. So then we go through and then, okay, um, what do you do for a living? Like, um, employee, how long you been there? Okay. Are you base plus? Yeah. Okay. Roughly. What were your numbers? I don't need, I don't need you to tell me exactly. Okay. Self-employed. How long you been self-employed? What do you do? What's your business? industry, how long you, have you filed your last taxes, do you still owe money, kind of that stuff, I'm looking for red flags, right, so I'm just taking all this info in, um, if it's, if they're purchasing, I go, have you thought about an all-in budget, right, if we, mortgage, property tax, condo fees if applicable, like an all-in, your monthly budget, maybe a range, maybe like a two to three hundred dollar range, have you, have you thought about that, 
They go, no. I go, hey, don't worry about it. I'll help you with that. That's part of the package. It's what I do. If they have, I go, great. What is that range? Because I let them know it's one thing to approve you for, free approve you for the maximum amount. It's another thing for you to afford it. So I like to reverse engineer things. I like to take the down payment you have with the monthly budget you're comfortable with. And that when we factor those numbers in, the purchase price dictates itself. And then it's a matter of, can we find a property for that price? Right? And then, but that's where we start. Okay, and then we can tweak the budget as we go. Okay, so I like to ask that. It shows that you care, and you're not just like, wham, bam, thank you, man, here's your maximum pre-approval, figure it out. It's like, no, I'm going to literally hold your hand the whole way. Okay? Um, then I explain, I tell them that uh, I dangle a carrot, and I, t- I show them that they're going to be, so the, the a pre-approval proposal, so that's what I offer. So if we decide to partner together, I'm going to look under the hood, I'm going to ask for a couple of documents, and then with those documents, I will build a proposal for you. And it'll be based on the conversation we're having today, what we're trying to accomplish, right? And then, so it's going to be this very detailed to show you all the different options, some options you might not have even thought of. All your monthly payments, all your down payment closing costs if it's a purchase. So I'll lay that all out for a custom proposal just for you, and they'll walk you through line by line of what every line means. So you're going into this full transparency. You know your numbers inside out. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. That sounds great. Awesome. If we decide to partner together, that's part of what we add. And they're like, oh my God. So that's the carrot I'm dangling. Okay. And that's just our budget that we do. You could do any budget. And we create a video where we record the screen, walking them through it. Right. Clients love it. You could build your whole business around just that. Um, then I ask them, do you understand how I get paid? Right. Uh, typically they don't. Sometimes they do, but they want to hear it anyways. So I let them know I get paid 1% of the mortgage amount. I get paid well, but I work really hard for it and I earn that back. And so I'd love to roll my sleeves up and get to work and show you what I do. Um, I'm one point of contact. I only work with you. Uh, I have access and relationships with many different lenders uh, and it's my job to protect you. Okay. And they're like, great. That's awesome. And I go, you don't pay me. You'll never pay me a dollar. I don't work with B clients or privates, right? It's a minor's day. You'll never pay me a dollar. I get paid a finder's fee from the lender. And it's not hidden in your rate somewhere and you're not paying it somehow, some other way. Um, they pay that for the cost of doing business. Okay? So they're like, oh, great. Awesome. Um, and then the next steps, I explain the next steps. And for us, so whatever your next steps are, I go, you're going to get an email. It's going to list out the documents we need. When we get those, then within 24 to 48 business hours, we'll turn around with, with your custom proposal. And I don't call it a budget because proposal sounds sexier. I like to use proposal. Okay, same thing. It's a budget with a video. Uh, and then after that, I go, okay, If as long as there's no red flags and we've had back and forth there, I go, okay, I've everything looks good on my end so far. Um, so what questions do you have for me? And a lot of times we've already answered the questions through our conversation getting there. And that's where they come with those questions. And that's why if they want to get into prepayment privileges, I call it the nuts and bolts of a mortgage, fixed and variable and what lenders and blah, blah, blah. I might address it very quickly, a little something, and I push that to later. And the reason being, I don't have paperwork. I don't know if they bought something. I don't know if I'm their guy yet. So I don't want to spend all this time and energy. There's no money. There's no in my bank account coming here. So I'm not going to spend an hour with you. I'll spend 15, 20 minutes to see if I want to partner with you. Answer those questions. And after I answer the questions, I let them know, hey, this is great. I'm going to send you the email. I'm just going to let you know, at some point, I'm going to ask you for a commitment. <clears throat> I'm not going to ask you today. I don't think that's fair because I want to show you what I do. 
but I will ask you for a commitment. You're not going to have to sign anything and you're not going to have to give me any money, like a deposit or anything. I'll just take you at your word. Okay, so I want to show you what I do with the proposal and then I'm going to ask you for a commitment. How does that sound? Does that sound fair? I always say, does that sound fair? They're like, yeah, that's amazing. Great, perfect. But I put it out there because later on, when you're at the altar getting ready to get married on this closing date, it's coming and they want to pop out, hey, RBC's coming into play. As long as I've held my end of the bargain and held their hand the whole way, it's very rare it happens, but let's just say it does. I like to bring out the, hey, Tom, and make sure the other Sally's are there too. You did give me your word that I was your guy, right? I'm 100% commission. I went to work. I did everything I said I was going to do. Were you happy with the service, with everything? And yeah, I was, but but they're off. I know, but Tom, you did give me your, your word. And now you're prepared to leave to save $22 a month. And you don't get me anymore. You lose me and everything I do for the life of your mortgage from here on out. Right? There's always going to be someone that will do it less. But you gave me your word, Tom. So what is that? Where does that leave us? Never had a client walk away after I bring that back in. But I set the table early on for that. Right? So there you go. Uh, okay. So that's the structure of our discovery call. Now I'm going to go over some value adds because I did mention that in the last thing. So let me just find those. I could probably wing it, but I want to, I think this is so important. These are just little trainings that I built on. Uh, okay, your value adds. We're going to have to go back to our sponsor here. It's starting to get hot out. It's already like, it's close to 30 here. Jeez. Okay. Americano. I could mute that while I drink that, but Americano reached out and said, we can't have you muting it. We need people to feel the experience. But I told them I'm not going to do any moaning or going like, mmm, that's so good. That's where I draw the line. Uh, Okay. So let me see here. My value ads are opening up. So these value ads, they haven't opened up yet, but I'll give it time. Internet's not so hot here. So what value adds are is this is stuff that I sprinkle in, not on every call. Sometimes I'll use one. And it's kind of like buzzwords. Buzzwords for a discovery call. And it could be, geez, it's not just for discovery call. You could be using these at any time. And it's really like, what are you saying to the clients? So they're like, oh, this guy's got me. Because if I just start going, hey, I have access to 25 lenders. Well, that doesn't, that's like, please don't say that anymore. I like saying you can leverage my relationships I've built up, but let's be honest, none of us ever, none of us ever, oh, I found it here, okay, none of us ever use all those lenders, and it's kind of a, and that's an old school thing, way of saying we say back in the day, please don't say it anymore, if that's your value add, you got to work on that, we don't have the best interest rate anymore, we used to, we don't, so you can't even say I have the best interest rate, right, so you have to come up with other ways. And so I'm just going to tell you, go through a couple I have here. Um, and this, you're going to be like, yeah, it's nothing. Okay, Ryan, I get it. Well, you have to, this has to roll off your tongue pretty good. And I always let the, them know, you know, it's my job to protect your family. It's my job to protect your family from all the small print in the mortgage, from putting yourself in harm's way, overextending yourself, not structuring your mortgage the right way. So I'm here to protect you, right? So I use that in the discovery call. I use it ongoing whenever I'm having calls with clients, because they just like to hear. They don't care how I do it. They just want to know I got them. I know that's for me. If, if I go in somewhere and if I'm buying a car, 
And that's like a freaking car. And the guy's like, hey, it's my job to protect you. There's a lot of wonky stuff in this paperwork. And sometimes people buy cars with features that they really don't need. And it's packaged in a certain way because the way the dealership does it. Like, I'm here to protect you. I want to help you see through all that. It's kind of interesting. I had a call yesterday. It was a freaking hour and a 20-minute call with Bell Mobility. Crazy call because I had to upgrade two devices, get a watch, change our plans, blah, blah, blah. I did it. But we were picking our new plan. And I'm like, hey, I want 45. And I love this girl for this, man. I love it. I said, I want that package. It comes with 45 megabytes. She's like, great. And I said, my wife wants the same thing. Great. She goes, well, I want to protect you. I want to make sure you're not spending too much money. So let's look at your usage before. And the one I wanted was more. It was $65 a month. They had another package. It was $55 a month. They had 25 megabytes. She came back. She's like, I looked at the past two-year history. And you and your wife, each individually, have never used more than five megabytes in a month. Ten total. Because you can share a plan. So ten total as a family. We were about to go get 90 and pay for it, where now we could just get the 50. She's like, so I think you should take that package. And I was like, huh. I'm like, thank you for doing that. She goes, yeah. She goes, absolutely. I said, wow, okay. <laughs> that's cool. Like, that impressed me. I was like, you got my back. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. So same thing. When you're talking to your client, it's like, like I'm here to protect you. Right? And what that means is I've got some advanced stuff here that I say with um, people buying investment properties. I'm not going to get into that on this call because it'll get too long. I will do another podcast about that, about how there's certain ways to structure investment property purchases and refinances and stuff. That's some advanced training. I will get into that. But a lot of this, what I'm telling you, these are stories I tell people. It's a lot of my clients buy rentals, so it just kind of fits naturally. So I'm trying to tweak this more for everyday agents who don't deal with a lot of rental properties. Um, I let them know, hey, I'm going to set, set you up for future growth and maximize your borrowing power. They love that. Future growth. Yeah. Hey, we might, you might want to go get access capital for something down the road. You might want to invest in something. You might want to buy, sell and buy. You might want to keep and buy. You might want to. But if we landlock you and we don't structure your mortgage the right way, now potentially hurt you down the road. So for us, there are certain strategies we can put in place as a mortgage broker. These are advanced strategies. They should be basic, but I'd call them more advanced to the average broker. But this is, I just gave you a nugget there. Set, set you up for future growth and maximize your borrowing power. That's one thing. Protect your family and your family's cash flow from unforeseen incidents. That's another thing. Protect your family, right? Um, another one, I'll create a custom proposal for you, walk you through everything line by line. You understand all your closing costs, monthly payments, different scenarios available to you, some scenarios you probably hadn't even thought about. It's my job to just give you those and you decide if it works for you. How does that sound? That's great. I already did, went over that on our discovery call, but that is huge. And for us, it's a budget with a video. That's it. Simple. For them, custom, proposal, different options, protecting my family. Okay? It's also, if, if we partner together, now we say if we partner together. If we partner together, because it is a partnership. It is. Um, but if we partner together, I'll help maximize any tax strategies. Right? So this is more like if there's rental properties or maybe, you know, the Smith Maneuver and you could layer in some some guidance there, but any tax, and even if there's not, I throw it out there and I go, I'll help maximize tax strategies because I will look for opportunities. If there's something I can put in front of you that might save you 500 a year, a thousand a year, whatever it is, I'll present it to you. People like hearing it makes them feel warm and fuzzy. 
and then I'll help provide maximum flexibility moving forward. Right? And for us, that's variable rate. I don't tell them that's what it is, but I'll help provide maximum flexibility for your mortgage moving forward. That's the buzzword. And then if they are buying an investment property, I'll show you how to be a hands-off landlord. Right? So they, they like that here and that too. So I just gave you some value adds there. You need to come up with your own. Maybe you just take these. That's fine. Just make sure you can deliver. But I'd go back and listen to this and kind of write those down. I went through them. These need to be able to, like if someone goes, why would I work with you? I lead with the proposal. I lead with, I'm an expert. I lead with, uh, I'm going to protect your family, keep you out of harm's way. I'm going to set you up for future growth. I'm going to maximize tax strategies. You know, I, like I put all that into four sentences and it doesn't cost you a dollar and you got one point of contact. You have my cell phone. Okay. Uh, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. They're like, and why wouldn't we do this? And I'm like, I don't know. That's, a lot, some people don't, but this is what I do, and I'm very good at it. I'm very good at it. And so now you got me in your corner. Wow, okay, that's cool. So you have to formulate what you offer, how you want to say that in your own language, but it needs to be, like, I should be able to put you on the spot at any time and go, tell me why I need to work with you. And you shouldn't, like, bumble. It should be just roll off, and it's got to be convincing. It's got to be like, wow, interesting. That's amazing. I want that. Not, I have access to a lot of lenders and I have an underwriter who has been in the business for 20 years. And like, that's like, what? What does that mean to a client? They don't give a shit. They don't know what that means. If you say, I'll ensure your deal closes, I've never had one not close on time. Okay, that's different. You can twist that, right? We're telling a story. And that could be, well, I have amazing underwriters behind me. Well, don't say that. Don't say that. What do the underwriters help you do? Well, the underwriters help you keep on track and close on time, you find the lender. Then I would go lead with that. So you have to, you have to spend some time on this. Okay, you all have to, depending on who your avatar is, you have to come up with your value add. So I'd re-listen this, write down the points that you like, and then come up with your own words, and then piece it all together. And then you practice, practice, practice. Okay, so there you go. That's it, kids. Long podcast, but it's worth it. This is a valuable one. I'm telling you, this is a good one. Um, this is a soft skill you need. You need to be able to crush that discovery call. We all only get so many leads. It's an introduction to client. You're auditioning, right? You need to be prepared. Don't be an order taker. You're not sitting there just filling out an application. You're trying to understand some things and weaving in why they need to work with you. Right? Very, very, very important. Helps you stand out. So I would record it if you can and then listen back and then tweak it. I would role play with your spouse, friends, other brokers. Sit there and interview each other. Put Get in the hot seat. Get uncomfortable. Do it in the shower. Do it while you're driving. Just talk out loud. Like, you got to do this. It's very, very valuable. Okay? Okay, there you go, kids. I got to go back to my weekend now. Um, that's it. Let me find out how to shut this thing off. Okay, 23 minutes. That's awesome. Okay, peace out, kids. Five texts a day. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.